Dude, I was just reading about the debt ceiling shit, and mm-hmm. it is so, like, it's so depressing, but it's like, I don't, I don't know, like, really what's going to happen. It's never, like, happened really before, and the, it triggered something today where the, the treasurer was like, okay, and they like she told Congress pretty much like okay y'all gotta y'all gotta really like stop fucking around and actually get serious get back about to work this. yeah yeah it triggered the libs that's what it triggered it triggered me it triggered it triggered a response yeah I have no fucking idea I haven't read anything about that that's crazy as hell and it was it, it, there's it, no limit it was Keep like spending, baby. I think the the debt ceiling is like 31 right over 31 trillion dollars. It was created after World War II and it's been like revised like more than like 100 times I think since. And uh but the see this is the play I think is if the if that if the Republicans don't get it together like or this is their I think it's their probably their whole like plan here is to not get it together and force because what will happen is the United States won't be able to borrow money and it won't be able to pay back it won't be able to pay its payments and either have to delay the payments or default on the payments and so (laughs) to in order to get like have cash on hand basically as a government it'll have to start cannibalizing itself and like uh so I think, and I think that's what the Republicans want is because like they'll say, you know, okay, let's cut slash the IRS. And so it'll be like, you know, federal and government employee salaries, social security, you know, pensions and all this kind of shit. And, we'll, chopping block. and I just First wonder if that's just like, you know, the whole idea is just so that the federal government is just so weak that you can just have some phony crony in there just rubber stamping like federal aid to republican states and that's Mm -hmm. basically basically it they're gonna blame it all on like the the covid stimulus shit sending us into oblivion as if Mm -hmm. it's that they're gonna literally throw every human under the bus and just be like if we wouldn't have done that we would if we would have done that instead of looking at the more Instead of looking at what it actually is, <laughs> it's almost like, like if you tax the fucking ultra wealthy, maybe maybe we would have more money to kind of play with. Who knows? Maybe that could be a good thing. And it's the fact that the, the Republicans are like they're presenting it as if that thirty one trillion dollars is a is a realistic amount of money. You know, it's like because yeah. the, like I think for a lot of American people, for, like that are quote-unquote fiscally conservative you know they they watch their money and they can physically see it 31 trillion dollars does not exist like in physical form you know i can't even picture that like that's a that's an that's an imaginary amount of money and like it so it's like why not raise it like like there's never going to be somebody that's really going to come and collect if we can just keep really just making up more money because that's yeah. just what it is what what tax man comes for the tax man we're in a quandary <laughs> yeah. 
exactly. we don't know what to do. Who's uh, the tax man's tax man? You know? That's the the classic uh, the classic parable. Uh, <laughs> well, you seem to somebody have got dig ourselves. up George Harrison so he can write the sequel. <laughs> the tax man's tax man. The tax man's tax man. That's Bob Dylan's cover. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, they're gonna definitely blame it on like any amount of uh, help. Uh, that they gave social security or uh you know uh the covid stimulus shit they're definitely gonna rail against that I re- it's, yeah it's it's gonna be hilarious to see if the speaker stuff uh took as long as it did it's gonna be kind of hilarious to see uh what the arguments or or what the conversation is going to be about the debt ceiling i have no idea but we officially reached the limit today yeah, yeah, and so I see I and I think that's the that's the kind of the thing in my it's my opinion that that was basically the major concession Kevin McCarthy made for them to vote him into speakership is so that they wouldn't do anything about it. And like so I mean I I don't know, it will be interesting to see what kind of show they put on, but I think that Andy Biggs just put out a uh, statement that was like, it it was like, you know, the Democrats have flaunted the taxpayers' money for long enough, and uh, they've made their bed in, and now they have to lie in it. And it's just, and he was almost like, he was the dude that they wanted to, you know, to be speaker. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so he he thinks that the Democrats have raised the taxes and well, then like squandered that money and spent it on God knows what. And then now they're now we're trying to now they have yeah, to deal with their consequences. Yeah. And I mean, well, and the, well, the thing is, like the the stereotype or like the tradition, I think the idea of it is that, you know, the Democrats just like the idea is like the money's imaginary so just keep on spending 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 and the in you know the republicans the conservative side is like no we need to balance this it needs to be you know that's traditionally how it worked mm-hmm. and uh and but it's funny because like i mean i don't know the statistics but we we could look it up like how you know this the spending between the last how many republican um, administration versus the Democrats administration and see how much they've spent. But it's like, I mean, they'll blame it on Ukraine and stuff like that and sending all that money over there to something that we shouldn't be involved with. And, and it, they'll have like, I think it'll just be a major propaganda, like finger pointing war, but yeah, just hike up the culture war that DeSantis keeps trying to, the role it's funny as shit man yeah i i don't know imagine a scenario right you're like budget head man you're the tax man mm-hmm. they come to you and they say we gotta cut what are you gonna cut from obvious answer is the military right we gotta no cut, i don't you know? think i don't think so i think where would the, you cut well, well, I mean, oh, well, for me, yeah, personally, but I think for the yeah. Republicans, it's oh, definitely yeah. going to be IRS or yeah, you know, oh yeah, social benefits. But yeah, I would definitely say uh, it would have to be have to be the the military budget. I mean, 
I mean, what else do we spend like a we don't spend spend it on no. anything else? Look at the infrastructure and education yeah. and healthcare. Like that's all where all our money's shit. going. Yeah. Yeah. We got a world power super military with you know, space bomb atom shit that nobody's even ever seen used. And yeah. it just sits there. And I imagine the just the land or even like the cargo space that as much military machinery that we have occupies, you could probably save save a few bucks on just getting rid of it. <laughs> you know, like I know. Rid, yeah. Even, even if you're not getting rid of like the personnel and people, but like just some of the military shit, uh like machinery and shit, they could have easily just just figure out a way to do it. Maybe we should pawn they should do like a pawn stars. They should fly everything that we've made over to the Saudi government and just walk in there and be like, all right, boys, here uh here we go. We got like a they got Rick behind the register in Chumley, but they're in like turbans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you how, how much billion? how much you want how much you want for these three hundred million barrels of oil? Yeah, hey. we got this tank in here. How much will you give us? Best we can do is fifteen thousand. Best we can do. I got an expert. It's gonna look really cool in my shop. They call in an expert to look at it. It's, it's that like... dude in that hat, that cowboy hat walks in because it looks it looks pretty. It's fine crude oil looking to me, Rick. <laughs> thanks, thanks. It's just like a fucking. Uh, Saudi arms dealer, warlord, incognito, dressed up in cosplay. That'd be funny as hell. We should it's, write that shit. It's George Santos. Have you seen the shit going around on Twitter where uh, it, he's he like came out today and, and said that it was incorrect, but someone has found a picture of him in drag. Yes. And he's saying that it's like, which is an obvious lie. I mean, it, just based on this guy's <laughs> record of truth, he has no grasp. I definitely believe that's he was definitely in the him. Show. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like multiple, like he was in like like promotional shit. What rod or some shit. Yeah, yeah. He was he was straight up like like geeked up on that camera, just smiling like hell. He never thought this would this would probably resurface. Or if he did, he had a master plan of like uh I'll just deny everything I have. I saw dude, this dude got in. He stumbled into the wrong party or something, man. <laughs> and they've just propped this poor son of a bitch up and he's, just funneled a bunch of money through him. He's been by far my favorite news story to follow in the new year, just because it's so hilarious. Like those, have you seen those videos of like, people following him down the hall uh like asking <laughs> yeah. him questions yeah just like assault like just <laughs> questions just like hitting everywhere I, I heard this one this one reporter <laughs> it was like off camera um but it was a woman and she she yelled at him and she was like some some people are concerned that you fabricated nearly everything about your life what do you say to those people and he just keeps walking hilarious apparently his intern is uh or like the assistant that's following him around used to work with marjorie taylor green uh and that that was circulating that that that's a real that is a real life like conspiracy happening in front of like in plain sight it has to be but like this dude that's (laughs) that's insane it congress is that that's a joke that's a joke i saw tiny hands too 
He has a hilarious, uh, there was like a, he does have tiny hands. That must be common. I can't remember where I saw the op-ed. I was looking at the news and it was just, <laughs> it was the craziest headline ever. It was like this former congressman and it says, this George, it says, uh, like speaking from someone who's been in Congress, the George Santos stuff won't end well. It's like, yeah, no shit, dumbass. I don't have to be in Congress to reach that conclusion. God. It's not going to end well. Really? What kind of uh, credibility do you have? To... What tipped you off? Yeah. Is it the Sleuth. fact that he fucking lied about literally everything? everything? We have no idea who he is. It's just so, I mean, it's comical that there's literally no way to hold people like that accountable. Like, yeah. that's that's crazy. That's just yeah, really crazy. Skinwalkers just invading Congress. I mean, I'll rely on some fucking handshake shit. It's funny because I was thinking about this too. Like, if he was actually kind of honest with um, who he was and maybe did that, I wonder if that would make him a more appealing candidate. Because I mean, like, obviously, maybe not. What to some then? If of he them. was just like, I, I, yeah, I, I lied about it all. <laughs> well, I mean, if he just, well, if he didn't lie in the first place, but he was actually honest about, like, you know, like everything he he uh, kind of did, except for maybe the criminal shit. <laughs> you should probably lie about that, like every other politician. But like the drag stuff, or like, um, <laughs> I guess he lied about being Jewish. But maybe I mean, he's but yeah, I know. But... but it's like, what, what, what? like there's no we we still haven't really been presented with an alternate story of who this guy is has we have we like we know that he lied about everything but like do we know where he did he go to school like where <laughs> like sure, yeah. who's this dude's parents you know like where who is this guy it's kind of like a superman origin story i heard i was reading that he was just found in a farm in a field <laughs> I mean... is after his spaceship crash landed at the back of this man's fucking farm it's Born literally field. like some and he repulsed. was faster than everyone in his high school and people came up to him and they said george and he said hold on that's not my name <laughs> you're so fast how did you do it and he he just he just smiled and went on to become class president God, that's, that's all i know about him fucking it just almost seems like the uh, some like Republican senators were having some fucking wild ass party, and a couple of drag <laughs> queens stopped by, and Georgie saw something that yeah. he wasn't supposed to see. <laughs> so I was like, "Hey, man, you're gonna, you're about to be. How you feel about running for Congress?" Yeah, I can make all that, all that history of rent like we lost dude. Trump. We have we have all this fucking dirty money we can't get rid of because our golden goose Trump fucked it all up and so he got to run some money through something and what they do you just, say they <laughs> smack him on the ass get, on, get, get on in there get in there give it your all that's um, funny i hope he stays around forever i literally i hope that that's what that party dissolves to it's just those kinds of figures that just walk the halls of congress and get berated by questions every day and have no actual substance uh, that's that's where they're headed i think yeah i think it's just gonna be like you know they just all want to get up there and sit on their fucking ass and make money off uh you know military contracts and you know private business contracts and whatever the fuck else they got going on 
and or their spouses and shit like that and just it just make it a, more of a charade than it already is and you know all and let these fucking you know right wing states just collapse into whatever the fuck you know they want to be basically you know yeah. it just it literally be up to the states and i mean that's the republican party's mo since it was founded you know yeah. i mean that's that's what they want the the states to have more if not or equal if not more power than the federal government and gas stoves that's mainly it. And gas gonna, stoves <laughs> that's going to be the states where you can have gas stoves that's got to be the dumbest shit I've seen in a minute. Is this this culture war that uh, this the sanctimonious drums up uh, with the gas stove? Did you did you follow that at all? I saw all the shit, but like I'm such a pussy that I've been I'm afraid of gas stoves. <laughs> Like innately, you're the live. I'm like the, you're the yeah. live in their mind. They're like, this dude. motherfucker's never shot an AR and don't know how to light a gas range, dude. I have no fucking idea. What a pussy! Like, like having to click something and then you're standing there with a fucking flame and just like it just is Here supposed is. to light. Fuck that. I had a gas stove one time in an apartment in Pittsburgh and. Sure. Uh, it was nice. I liked it. I mean, for cooking, they do cook well. But I mean, like, I never once thought, damn, this is a God-given right to be over to hover over this uh, gas range and cook ramen noodles drunk as hell after White Claws. Like, this is America. I mean, is gas better than flame? Like or like or like char or like uh, charcoal. <laughs> what, what I mean, charcoal flame. I think <laughs> then charcoal grills or or like wood, like wood fired grills or something. See, I, I think it just depends. I mean, the alternative to gas, most places are like we have like electric range. Well, yeah, you know? I'm just saying, like, but, I mean, if you really want to like set fire to cooking, something, like just oh, grill out, just yeah. grill out. Get a Weber. That's American. Drink a few beers and throw some brats on a Weber. I don't or, think it's very smart to have a flame other than like a few candles lit like inside of an enclosed area. Yeah, that'd send me off a little bit if I was like, I did get worried. Like there were several times wherever I had the gas range and I'd be like, damn, did I turn that off? Because you don't you want carbon monoxide, man. Yeah. Suddenly I'm getting real sleepy after that ramen noodles <laughs> and white claw. Better, better go check this but you can you can tell man or at least like the stove i had it it would reek you'd have to you'd have to crack a window or something. Damn. But, but ultimately what i was gonna say is like this culture war shit that they're pushing uh like desantis today in the times uh did you see that they banned ap african-american studies classes in florida too i mean oh. it's it's yeah desantis was That's up there fucked. they apparently have this uh this uh stop woke act going around uh <laughs> their their uh their state and uh basically just yeah targeting mainly the biggest problems in society you know african-american studies and gas ranges because all that's part of the woke lib agenda it's like these people are so anti-education just because they know the fact that the more people get educated the more likely they are to vote left and they're terrified of that 
because they know that everyone knows that that's fact right like the more uh education you have you tend to lean further left on the on the political spectrum so yeah but ultimately i just don't think this culture war shit for desantis is going to pan out i don't think it's going to flow well in the in the election i don't think many people are going to get behind it because if that's your platform i don't see that appealing to enough people to win them to win an election even over brandon sadly i i I think it i think almost now that i really it's almost like the whole point of the government is to sustain this culture war war because of you know we were talking about this earlier with like fast food the dependence of the american people on corporations and companies to the extent that we are eating at one like more times than not during the week or you know going to one to get to get food to cook at your house you know like that extreme of convenience is a new as a pretty new idea relatively to humans and and like we've been fed like a lot of propaganda of like i mean like through commercials and all this kind of stuff and like these weird you know advertisement campaigns that you know like mentally do, like invokes emo- like an emotional connection to these corporations and no matter republican or democrat what the like those are the people that are now like basically running the country and so it's like it's almost like they're paying the republicans just to sustain this culture war so that's what the american people are so focused on when you know the corporations keep raking in the profits and go unchecked yeah yeah it's almost like they're just paying them to basically on both sides this is a sponsored ad by you know like whatever you know yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> i mean until we do literal like mass political like campaign fundraising reform and shit like that we're just gonna fall hands to corporatism for the rest of our existence as an empire it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse until uh I mean, until well, it's like we're all just like a... working in fucking sweatshops for like mm-hmm. three companies that run the 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 like that's marked out the territory of the United States or something, yeah. you know, and like these people that think like, oh, civil war is going to break out or the Republicans are going to turn the country into the handmaid's tale. It's like, no, it'll be fucking like we're all either working for Disney um fox or you know like turner or whatever nestle yeah Yeah. and it's like and like that'll that'll be it like and it's not gonna because there's way too much money that's where that's the real money flow the the Mm -hmm. it's not tied to like you know that the social it's really just not it's and the fact that we can't see or like majority of people can't imagine a life without that is so bizarre i mean in one sense it makes sense because right like you've had your uh liberties and uh personal freedom in terms of like uh you know being able to live your life in a safe and comfortable way literally taken away from you so you are 
by nature dependent on all of these corporations who don't give a shit about you and just want your money. And then the politicians are in somehow like a middleman that just, yeah. that's it. They're just like, okay, yeah, let me just uh, take your money. Uh, you take your money from these people and I'll take my money from you and everybody's happy. And that's how the, it's literally the like, gonna like, go around. like, like, uh, like, you you if you think of the the corporations of america the you know the the billionaire corporations as like as on a smaller scale big pharma or purdue during the opioid crisis and you have these sales reps going out there pushing their shit that's all the that's all democrats and republicans that's what they are mm -hmm. because they're not passing anything that matters they're only like continually punning everything and giving it just enough money to like scrape on by and but meanwhile those like amazon you know uh like disney all these people are just raking in apple are just raking in so much fucking money and the worse things get the more money they make that's what the yeah. pandemic taught us yeah. too i mean we knew that would be the case but if you think about it in terms of like opioid crisis Huge cash grab for those yeah. companies. Think of COVID. Think about how much Amazon made during the pandemic. Think about how much um, pharma made. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, it was it was all there. I mean, even businesses that you wouldn't think would be sustainable, just when you lock people up in their homes and or people have to stay home or whatever, the um, the amount of marketing they can push just because of how much power they have ramps up their profits because and like why they're always in those positions of power where that's never going to be taken away from them because if it's good they're still winning but even if it gets worse that's actually good for them so fuck it you know like we're yeah. in the driver's seat all along and that's in its sense like corporatism corporations just literally running and having more of a hand in political power than obviously any worker or people or things like that yeah, it's I mean, it's it's just like like why do you think the the Republican Party just made this huge like stink about the IRS. And if you think about it, yeah, the IRS it's it's a little everybody hates it because Americans by our nature have an innate, you know, hatred of tax, like that's what the country is like built on, right. like whatever. But yeah, because it's like people don't see any return on that shit, you know. Well, yeah, but but it's like I think the 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 idea of the IRS is in I think like it's not it should be not so concerned with individual people but corporations and like that's that's how it should be used and like totally and but. And like, but you can make the argument that the IRS is stupid because like it it creates this. The government knows at the end of the day how much uh, a citizen owes you at tax season, but they somehow have created this whole uh, you know leg of the government just to send you a math equation that you then have to go yeah. to a CPA or whatever to figure out pay then, someone to get them. Yeah. Then if uh -huh. you come up with the wrong number, well, the government at the oh they they suddenly know how much you owe, so they could have just sent you a fucking bill in the first place, but now they're going to penalize you and get you again. But and so it's like that's just which they do in most yeah, countries. Yeah, 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 and that's just that. that's just bureaucratic fucking bullshit 
But the thing is, is like if the IRS wasn't there, and I'm saying it's not been used how it should be used, or it's not being driven like it should be drove, but, uh, or, yeah, and, uh, but, like, it should be there as, like, a watchdog, as a regulator for billionaires and these corporations, but that's why they want to slash it, is so that, exactly. I mean, that's the first stop, that, I mean, that's just, like, wide fucking open then, you know, who's, there is no tax man if the IRS is, tax man's on the street, dude, that would be an insane thing, I mean, I guess you would, it would be up to your state, you know, to, you have state tax and all that kind yeah. of stuff, and, like, <clears throat> I would, I don't know how well funded, you know, some of these states, you know, audit programs are. It is crazy how it is just a literacy trap on most people to just send them a bill like that and be like, oh, oh you're too God. damn stupid to figure it out. Like, you <laughs> yeah. Know, like, bingo. Here's an extra like uh, grand on top of that. Scam. That's a whole scam that we've been sold of like. And it makes literally no sense. Under the guise, I think, of like personal freedom, like I was talking about, that gets so contorted in 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 uh, America where it's like, yeah, your personal freedom is to go to a fucking chain fast food restaurant or have a gas stove or even have somewhat of pri- pri- uh, ownership over your taxes. And uh at the end of the day, it's all just a ruse. They know, dog. You're not there's yeah. no freedom there, man. <laughs> and it's just like I mean, they know shit, anyway. It's like in the these ideas that people are clinging to and stuff didn't fucking exist till like 1920 or some shit, you know. Yeah. And it's like I, I, I just I, I, I there's just so much more to life than what the Democrats or the Republicans are selling. of uh off of politics a little bit but um did you see that uh david crosby died today shut up yeah he died really he was such a old grouchy son of a bitch (laughs) so i revisited uh that iconic moment on twitter where um he he quote tweeted joe biden and uh, where Biden said unions allow workers to maintain their dignity. It's a lot more than just paychecks and benefits. It's about the dignity of workers. And David Crosby said, I wish I agreed. I think most unions are useless and totally dishonest. To which Phoebe Bridgers, who ironically, on the day of uh, David Crosby's death, has like ascended to the front page of the Rolling Stones, just ratioed his ass by saying, bitch. <laughs> I thought that was dude. That was that aged well. That was one of the moments that altered the chemistry in my brain. That's a big <laughs> trend. Someone said uh, recently that men like Joe Rogan and women like Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> it's like, what do girls like, man? You want to 
You want to tell me about your favorite Phoebe he Bridges song? He was just so like I really, I really want like, but the way he came across, obviously, I don't fucking know David Crosby, but the way he presented himself online and like in interviews and stuff, and like just from what I kind of know about the band, and uh, he was he's kind of just a fucking cunt. Yeah, it's hard to work with. Apparently, that's why. But Neil he was Young like, he was great. Ass. Yeah, I mean, he's a great musician and shit. But just a fucking grouch, man. Yeah, no one wants to work with an ass. <laughs> no one wants no, to work with no. an ass. Blow uh, it out your ass, David. No, R.I.P. That's fucking sad. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to Mutual Destruction, the podcast where we don't get mad, we get even, like Phoebe Bridgers bitch <laughs> we don't get mad we get even we get we get real even on the pod this is a podcast where we get mainly even that's our or, or a little less usually just a little less we break less but we we get even sometimes even, this is a evens. welcome to mutual destruction this is a podcast where we don't get mad we get even sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, David Crosby. Coming in from the afterlife. This uh, is a hologram of Neil Young. I saw, and there's so much cringy shit going around too. It's like uh, David Crosby is going to be playing in an angel band with Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> that sounds like shit, I bet. That, yeah. No one's going to see that. <laughs> He couldn't oh work with God. Neil Young, much less Jimmy. It's like Jimi Hendrix sitting up in heaven, just like, when the hell's David Crosby going to get here so I can start my heavenly super band? <laughs> the final missing piece, David yeah. Crosby, everybody. <laughs> An angel band. He's just still looking like that diabetes guy. <laughs> He's got that mustache. Uh do you did you hear that story ever at Jimi Hendrix? Like apparently he at Woodstock like soaked his headband in LSD and would just like sweat and get get lit. Is that how it works? Can you just absorb LSD through your pores? I read one time that I, that he uh, what he, what he do is fucking rub his bandana in. Uh, bacon fat like put fat in it bacon fat yeah yeah and then and it would cause him to get pimples around his headband and then like and then he would put the like pop them and then put the acid there and so the open sport like the open pore or like the wound basically would like the acid would enter the bloodstream and while he was on stage wouldn't you just want to eat it at that point no you would think it's like let's do voodoo child Jimmy. It's like I mean, hold on, let me get the bacon fucking, fat. It's oh, like uh, fucking mainlining uh, acid, basically. There's all kinds of fucked up stories about that. I remember reading a fat uh, Towns Van Zant used to be like a crazy bastard and get so messed up. And apparently, in his heroin phase, he was he couldn't score any dope, so he. uh he was drinking at like a like a party and he like mainline Jack and Coke. 
That's awesome. Just bang that in the bloodstream. Imagine, that's got to feel like fucking shit, man. <laughs> Dude, I mean, could you imagine? Coca-Cola, never... like, co corrodes fucking metal, dude. You know, you're <laughs> putting it just... straight into your veins. You shoot that up, your teeth fall out. <laughs> <laughs> they just pop out like popcorn. <laughs> there goes old Towns again. He right there. <laughs> That's crazy. I I can't. He sold his never... song, right? Too, mm -hmm. or like one of them, just like yeah, like oh, forty bucks like... or whatever. Yeah, he. So it was his hit too. Poncho and Lefty. He got yeah. really messed up, and uh, he needed like money uh, for booze or or dope or something, and he called up his manager, who I guess was a sleaze bucket at at uh, at that time. Though I guess the story gets a little different, but. He uh he knew Towns was bad on drugs and he offered him like fifty bucks I think for Poncho and Lefty knowing without Towns knowing that Willie and Waylon were gonna cover it and so it was oh, gonna shit. explode and um they had like acquired the rights or something and um uh got it got the record and then apparently like a few days later when Towns got clean the uh, manager sold it back to him sold oh, him back gotcha. the rights. Hell yeah! <laughs> so I mean, I guess he made a buck. I don't know. I guess but... good thing. He, I guess he just fucking the manager just needed needed a, needed a little cash. Didn't want to hurt his pride. Yeah, he wouldn't take a handout. The only thing he had was a song. There's some crazy shit about him too. Like he there were, he used to get really bad stage fright. Towns did, and he would do a lot of his shows solo, just him and his guitar. That like, shit's tough. Because he wouldn't, yeah, yeah, and and it's just you up there, you know, and he's like two sheets to the wind. <laughs> yeah, you like fucking wasted off your ass. Yeah, and um, there was there was one story. I guess he was playing. Um, I think it was the one show in Austin. It might have been the Bluebird or something. If maybe that's in Nashville, but I think it's in Austin. But uh, one of those one of those uh, famous halls down music halls down there. And uh, it was time for Towns to go out. And they went to the green room and he had rolled himself up in the rug and was like crying in tears about how he didn't want to go out and play. Oh and they, my God. They like gave him some shots and sent him out there and apparently wowed the audience. Like there's countless stories about people saying that they've seen him and whenever, like there was a sweet spot, right? Like if he was too fucked up, he was trash. But if he was just right, like it was like magic savant and, uh, yeah i don't know you know That's his family crazy. was so rich they had a town in colorado yeah. named after him i read i was reading about that a little bit but yeah fucking that's rich crazy as hell. he was a nepo baby I guess. yeah uh-huh <laughs> towns van zandt we're, Zand we're rewriting history he is yeah that's crazy but but when with uh with just like the activity of social media and musicians on there, you really are able to see like who's a total jackass and a and a dipshit, and then who's actually like a normal. I think like or maybe not normal, but at least like funny uh, person that you can yeah. at least tolerate sharing society with. I think Crosby, yeah, I think he just aged very poorly with the internet. It's like one of those people who should have 
probably just never never went on yeah Twitter. he's just he didn't a grumpy old fucker yeah i i mean this might this might be a hot take mm-hmm. but uh i love fucking john mayer and like uh, his like that tiktoks his tiktoks and stuff i think are fucking funny when he was on there like promoting his like last album he was doing a lot of tiktoks or whatever of course to promote this shit but uh um dude i think the dude's a fucking knockout guitarist and uh i think he's i think he's funny i guess i don't i guess he he might be a fucking piece of shit but who's not i mean i don't know i was i was listening to this podcast a while back and uh they were talking about jessica simpson who i guess he dated for like pretty seriously like early on and uh after they broke up like she she would come home and he would be like at her parents house having dinner with them or like one time like she showed up and he was just like in her shower taking a shower See, granted, was, i don't know any i don't isn't that really, crazy is that really true though it's like what she that, said. allegedly I mean, yeah, I mean... I don't know if I trust the fucking Simpson, dude. <laughs> the old Daisy I mean, dude could be I mean, I just... That's <laughs> just wild, if true, you know? Like, could you imagine the audacity? <laughs> like, I guess if you write, like, slow dancing in a burning room or your body's a wonderland, I mean, I, it does something to you, I think. Yeah. To, to achieve some amount of success. Like, he's touring with the dead now, you know? and like, Oh, like, he's only, like, 36, or where is he, like, in his, like, low 40s 40. now? I think like, he's 42 40. or something? Because like, he, he was, was like, famous, like, when he was, like, 22 or something. He was, like, 38 when he dated Taylor Swift, right? She was, like, something 18. Something like that, yeah. That's <laughs> weird as hell. It is funny how, like... There is a certain status you can reach as like a famous person where like obviously cancel culture will impact you. But but even then, like if you reach a certain level, you're basically too big like to you, fail. Yeah, you reach an untouchableness. I mean, one of well, the probably the I don't know. I don't know if Kanye's an example of this, but those young kids, man, still like fuck with Kanye, still wear Yeezys, still like do all that stuff. And I mean, aside from him losing like most of his brand deals for saying, you know, that he's a Nazi and loves Hitler. I mean, it it's ultimately like what <laughs> impact has that had on maybe his legacy and shit, but like I mean, have has, broke? I, I, I thought know. he's isn't he missing? Nobody yeah, I haven't heard him. from him in Nobody, a while, so. I don't think anybody. Oh, wait, no, that is, he got married. Did you see that? Yeah, he got married. Yeah, he got married uh-huh. to the uh, fucking. <laughs> Lady Hitler? <laughs> the Yeezy, Yeezy, like, architect or something like wow. that. Uh, I got it. Let's get the interns on that. Hold on a second. Let's pull that up. Toby, can you pull that up? <laughs> Kobe. Toby. Oh, Toby! I thought I thought you had the sharpshooter himself in your apartment. Um, the ghost working. of Kobe is Kobe our Brian. intern, Bianca Sensori. That is wild as hell to me. It looks like so. There's a picture I'm looking at here, the Daily Mail, and it they're eating like at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> 
maybe cancel culture has fucked him up i'm sorry dude he's not john mayer man like i don't think i really like no he's not john mayer i'm not saying that i think he's an outward nazi i don't think mayer i think mayer is just like do you think john mayer is more like what do you think what does like how would you how would you like put that into a sentence do you think because I wouldn't argue that really Kanye's more famous than John Mayer. By far, yeah. But it's like John Mayer, I really think, I guess it's because like, I don't know. Like, like I, I don't know. Like, he, I don't, like, I, maybe he's taken some hits and we don't know. Like, maybe his career yeah. would be bigger if that shit didn't happen or whatever. But it seems to me that plenty of people still fuck with John Mayer, but he's just totally. like. I think he just gets off because he's just a fucking like Pete. Like when you listen to that dude play that fucking guitar, I think it like nothing else really fucking matters. Yeah, like t- talent definitely does have a part of it, especially when it's like something so visible like that. Like Kanye, very well may be a genius in terms of music and producing, like some people claim, but we don't see that. We only like, see yeah, the product, you, and, you know, and like it's not very interesting to watch somebody make a beat unless like no. you're a you're a beat maker. Or musician yourself like that you're just watching somebody put shit together on a computer and like listen to shit and but to watch like john mayer fucking lay down and that stratocaster on stage and fucking beat out the gravity solo he did get famous young didn't he and and that probably factors into it too because he was famous late 90s he got kind of famous, right? I think it's like right? maybe late nineties or early two thousands, or like maybe like like mid to later two thousands, like two thousand five, two thousand ten, maybe. But uh, mm-hmm. I have a theory that that uh, for most famous people, I think the the age in which they really get their big fucking break is the last year that they mentally mature, like. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, I think, like, because you stop growing at a certain point when you get that thing. Well, I think, like, because I think, like, from that moment on, you don't ever really have, or the amount of true, real human experiences you have after that fails in comparison of, like, the shit that, you know, that the smoke that's been blowing up your ass and, like, you know, 28 years old or 25 years old. And that's, like, it you know they're just like a 25 year old trapped in you know an aging body basically yeah that would explain the child star phenomenon too just how so many of these child stars just get so yeah like what like i mean like you don't have any real human kind of experience to ground yourself after like he's slow dancing in a burning room (laughs) yeah God, John Mayer apologist tour, 2023. <laughs> Load <Yeah>. up, motherfuckers. <laughs> Strap in. Welcome to Mutual Destruction, the podcast where we don't get mad, we get even sometimes. <laughs> even sometimes. That's the funniest shit. I think, um, yeah, like that picture of Kanye getting uh, like married and eaten with... Bianca Sensori at that McDonald's man like one time in high school I was dating this girl from the county over and uh I went to her prom with her mm-hmm. and 
there wasn't much to do in that county to say the least like there was maybe like a handful of good restaurants maybe you could count them on one hand and uh a couple fingers missing we were we were trying to like figure out where we wanted to eat before prom because we hadn't you know like we were like let's do it this was the second prom too because she went to my prom and i went to her prom so we were kind of prommed out and we were like where do we want to go and uh we couldn't decide and i was like well fuck it let's just go to mcdonald's and we went to mcdonald's in our prom attire and sat there and ate it before prom dude i love that shit you can only do that shit when you're 16 and like then go out and like (laughs) do gravity bongs and smoke uh Smoke hookah, you know. Drink Do you a remember fifth hookah? Of oh my is hookah God, still yeah. a thing, man? I don't think it's well. I, definitely not. Probably after COVID. I mean, I'm sure some people do <laughs> yeah. it. That was the most unsafe thing that you could probably like. There yeah, were several everybody times. was into it though. Hookah bars were everywhere, everywhere. Were, for like one time year. on one of those hoses, man, I was like sucking and sucking and sucking, and then I guess like the ember went out, but I was just like. I know I was sucking up somebody's spit. Like I had, I had cups. one in Wilmington that they put milk in the bottom of it, <laughs> and then put. And you drink it, and then I put a peach. Fuck no! Imagine, imagine if she breaks out. She water. breaks out like three glasses and just I, pours it. That's great. Could I get that in skim or one percent? Oh, great! It's warm. Is that lactate? I've got a sensitive <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> This is lactose free, I hope. This is planted <laughs> oat, right? Yeah, the oat milk fucking... Uh, God, that you shit call those is things? so Are they called good. hookahs? Hookah lamp? Uh, I, hookah I, lamp. I think, I, think the, I think hookah is like the thing, the ember. Oh, okay. The ember john on top, but... Uh, I guess I don't. I don't fucking know. hookah lamp. I think I've heard it called hookah lamp. That's the, hookah, the thing. There were there used, there used to be one right there in Boone on King Street, like right beside of uh, I can't remember the name of that bar, uh, but it would it was like a, a place where we would go have wings, and then on Friday nights they would turn that shit in, or Thursday nights actually they would turn that shit into a dance club. But right next door <laughs> there was a hookah hookah lounge, and you could go like. It never really did anything to me. It made was just me kinda... sick, dude. It's like, I mean, it's just nicotine. And it's Is like it made ha- you fucking sick. Yeah. Now kids can't enjoy nicotine before 21, so they'll never know. Never know. Dude, there you go. You, I'm glad I was definitely underage. Over. I would go like underage, drink at this bar, and then go to, go to the hookah lounge. You're just like 19 years old, smacked out of your mind on just like cheap liquor and hookah. It was always so dark in those places. Yeah, on some booth seat or something. (laughs) Yeah, it was like an Applebee's, John. They just converted. Tasseled blankets and shit. (laughs) Well, you want to wrap up? Yeah, fucking. I don't follow know. us on Twitter, yeah. Bad Pod. This might be the last episode. Who knows? You know. <laughs> yeah, I think we're done, guys. So is, uh, yeah, I think we solved everybody's problems. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. Mutual destruction float on. Float on.